Next up, we have the Cincinnati Bengals at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers, of course, 8 and 0. Can you have got a better schedule for an 8 and 0 team? The Steelers had the best schedule of the season, so it's not surprising that they haven't slipped up yet. Weather is going to be a big part of this game. 60% chance of rain, 20 mile per hour winds, and possible thunderstorms. It's interesting you talk about their schedule, as when I look at it now, in the future, there's not even many hard games coming up. They have a Ravens game at home, Colts game at home, Bills away game, and some garbage in between. Yeah, really, really easy schedule this season for the Steelers. So definitely no surprise where they are sitting. I mean, potential they could even get to that number one seed and get that buy into the first round. If there is going to be a buy in that first round, depending if we end up with a 16-team playoff slate. It will be interesting. I think there will be buy. Yeah, there should definitely be anyway. So the Steelers have won the last 10 games straight up in this matchup. Two of those 10 games were over 45 points, eight of them under. Last year, the Steelers won 27-3 to in their home game in this matchup. That is interesting. This is probably going to be a fade for me because of the weather, because of Roethlisberger and the COVID situation. I did originally like the over in this, but I think I'm just going to stay away. Yeah, so... I have a habit of just auto-betting the under in Steelers games. Steelers games, especially away games, generally go under. Since 2015, the Steelers hold a 64% and the Bengals a 55% to the under in divisional matches. And the under bet, as I was saying, is usually the bet to go for for the Steelers. However, the one exception to that Steelers under rule is they are 24 and 13, 65% to the over as a home favorite. Exactly. I like the Steelers' offense at home, on the road, pretty horrific. Their defense is pretty good, both home and away. But Steelers' offense at home should be able to do damage if they have everyone against the Bengals' defense, who is not very good. Yeah, this Bengals team has a habit of getting that back door. They're one of the best teams in the league against the spread. As an away underdog, they've already gone 3-1, and one, 75% this season, and 12-5, and five, 71% against the spread since 2018. Exactly, and that's part of why I liked the over in this, whatever it was going to come in at as I saw it being a very, very dealer's win, somewhat close, not a crazy big score, and then the Bengals to be down by 10 to 14 and score meaningless touchdown with a minute 40 left. So the one thing that concerns me here with the Bengals, see, I was thinking getting onto that Bengals plus the points, but their offensive line, they've had a decent enough game the last week before the bye there, but they've generally struggled. It's hurt. It's beat up. This week, they play one of the best pass rushers in the league. They've given up 
20 sacks and four away games so far this season. So the best pass rush in the league and the Bengals are averaging five sacks a game in away games. And I originally really liked this just because I'm a Burrow fan and I think the Bengals offense is pretty good, but just a bad matchup for him. Hence my just kind of uh, think thoughts about the game. Yeah, so the one thing at the top of here, I did mention the game last year went 27-3. I think that could be very close to the scoreline in this one as well, especially if the weather packs in. So I am definitely leaning more towards the under in this. It's still at 46.5 now. It was off the board just before when I saw the game. In fact, I'm looking at a book here that's giving me over 100 betting options on every game in the NFL, but only nine options on this game. Yeah, I'm not seeing many options on this game either. So definitely one to check out what we write down on the blog post at Black Swan Bets. So you can see once the tote comes in at a certain number, once all these player props come out, what to bet on this. Should be a fun game. And I agree. I can see a 27-3, but I could also see a 28-27 Steelers win. Absolutely. Now, I'm looking right now, player props, obviously no lines are out. I have one name written down on my sheet. I don't even have whether I like his rush or his receiving or his receptions, or touchdown, or anything. The one thing I've written down is James Conner. I like James Conner in this spot. Uh, the Bengals have given up 5.4 yards per carry to running backs. Sure, Conner is an inconsistent running back, but this looks like a great spot for him to get right. Exactly. It's more of a bet against the Bengals than for Conner. I agree. DJ Reader being out up front. The Bengals are just bleeding pieces off of their defensive line. I can't see it sustaining. Steelers should be able to control the ground game with their decent offensive line as well. The only reason I don't like the Steelers to win big is the possibility of the Bengals offense. It's not the worst matchup for them, but it's not exactly good either with that pass rush. On the outside, a good matchup, but pass rush is going to get to Burrow, which leads me to think they can't win. Yeah, that's about all I can say on this game. As I said, we've got limited areas to be able to bet on right now, but we will give you more options when they come to light. So thank you again, guys, for listening to another episode of the Bigger Pell Collective, brought to you in association with Black Swan Bets. We hope you enjoyed our content. Of course, don't forget to like and subscribe to our page so we can continue to bring you more amazing videos.